She's cute and she's crazy. Says her ex was lazy. Her love life's kind of hazy. It's Aaron's Thursday vlog. Hey, it's Aaron Austin. Welcome back to the podcast. As always, thank you for checking it out and giving it a listen. So uh, last week I didn't do a podcast because, well, hell froze over in Texas. Not that I didn't have a lack of things to talk about, but just got delayed a little bit. So this is episode number 18 and it's dating and job hunting. How are they the same? So this podcast will be kind of a two-parter. We'll talk about what I think are the similarities and what some of my friends and people have reached out via social media, what they think the similarities are with job hunting and dating. But I first wanted to go into my experience of this last week that made this a topic. And as you know, September, I've been needing to find a job. And now it is February, late February. And so we are at, we're going on almost six months now. And it has been very trying at times. My patience has been tested. But, you know, early on, I, you know, despite the fact that I was really depressed as soon as I got let go from my job, I I had some hope. You know, two very big jobs came open at roughly the same time. Like, I swear, I think within a week of each other. One here in Houston, the other one in Texas as well. And both with high-profile radio stations, very respected radio stations. They do very well in the ratings. Both have very respected program directors. I mean, you name it. So both of these jobs I was in the running for. The one that wasn't here in Houston, for some reason, seemed to, they just seemed a little more interested. When I interviewed for the job, I was told I was the first person they thought of when the job came open. I was the first person they interviewed. And then later, I I find out I'm also the first person that they brought in for an in-person interview. I had people telling me with both of these jobs that, oh my God, Aaron, they'd be stupid not to hire you. You're perfect for that job. You you totally got this. You're going to get one of them. I even had somebody say, well, which job do you want? And I was like, what? I, I could have people fighting over me. That would be the first time in my life. Needless to say, um, you know, that all began in November. And again, we're here now looking at February. The job here in Houston hasn't been filled yet, at, you know. Um, So I have no idea where I stand with that, to be honest with you. However, last week when (laughs) hell was freezing over, I got a phone call that I thought would be possibly the best phone call of my life. Turns out it ends up being, I would say, top three of the worst phone calls in my life. Number one worst phone call of my life was uh, when I got the call that my dad passed away. Number two was when I lost my job. And I would say that call that I got last week would tie for for second. So I got the call and it, you know, it started off as banter, um, just catching up. How, how are you doing during the storm? Then it gets to the part where I'm sure he was dreading. And it was, hey, Aaron, well, I want to let you know that we have decided to go with an internal candidate. And my heart obviously just sank. Um, I could feel my skin getting hot. I was just warm and tingly and obviously in shock because I believed that that job, I I believed I was going to get that job. And if you know me, um, I am a very cautiously optimistic person. 
I try not to be negative, but I'll believe it when I see it. I am a prepare for the worst, hope for the best kind of person. And so for me to believe deep down I had that job, that was, I mean, that was different for me. You know, I really believed I was going to get it. You know, I was trying to do what everybody said you're supposed to do. Think positive, put it out there in the universe, manifest it, believe it. And everybody was telling me I was going to get that job. But also, I envisioned myself there, right? I was preparing for a move. I was looking at houses. I was looking at ways to immerse myself in the city there. I even resurrected a dating profile just to see what the dating pool looked like. That's what I was doing. And then to get the call that I didn't get the job after all of that, and after four months of waiting, I was crushed. And there, you know, he paid me some very nice compliments. One of them, I'm not sure if I remember it right, because, you know, I kind of zoned out for a second. You know, I was kind of probably having an out-of-body experience, but he either said, Aaron, you're 99% better than all of the other candidates, or he said, you're better than 99% of the candidates. Can't remember which version it was, but then he was like, everybody loved you, but I went back and forth, and I mean, you know, I'm going to keep your name. I've got it on a post-it note. If I ever hear of anything, I'm going to recommend you. I mean, you have so many people rooting for you, and you know, you're so talented, you're not going to be out for long. Mm. We're going to get back to that comment here in a little bit, but I got off the phone, and I just cried. I cried and cried and cried. I cried all day Wednesday. I think I, you know, I cried so much that Thursday and Friday, my skin was peeling by my eyes because of how much I cried. And then over the weekend, I was, I was okay. But then, you know, the new person got announced. And then that feeling of rejection set in again. And that feeling of rejection is, I think, something a lot of us feel when it comes to dating. So again, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But after I got that phone call, I just kind of wondered, like we all do, I think, what's wrong with me? Why didn't I get that job? And then I questioned myself. I questioned myself if I'm good enough. And and like dating, am I pretty enough? Am I smart enough? Am I funny enough? Am I too old? Am I too expensive? Am I too much? Uh, You know, I, I did all of those. I questioned every aspect. I nitpicked the shit out of myself. Um, and you know, I know there might not have been anything else I could have done differently. I know that it's nothing I can control. I mean, you could have somebody tell you, Aaron, I mean, you understand the circumstances, you know how this business works and they could speak absolute straight logic to you. And it's still for me, not going to make any sense because I'm still going to question myself. That's just what I do. So for me, I think of everything I could do better. And then I also think of all of my areas of lack and what could I improve? And is there something I'm missing? Is there something I'm not doing that is making it so I can't get these jobs? Now, like I said, there was the other job that I'm up for, but I don't know where it stands. They they had another opening that came up and so they filled that one first, put the one I was up for on the back burner, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm still in the running anymore. And after what happened last week, where a job that seemed so into me 
again, this is like dating, where they seemed so into me and then I don't get the job, I'm going to be perfectly honest, my, my confidence, my hope, my spirit, um, it's all been shattered, you know? Um, when you lose your job, that is obviously a very devastating blow, right? It's kind of like, like a divorce. It's a breakup. And then, then you go out on the dating scene and maybe you, you, you start to feel a little hope. You, you start getting, you know, in my case, I started having, you know, these jobs pop up and they had interest in me. And you start feeling hopeful, like, oh, maybe it's not going to be so bad. And then it doesn't work out and it kind of just makes you feel like, it makes you lose hope a little bit. Um, I know I shouldn't be like that. I should stay positive, but it's just, it's really hard. And then, you know, you have people tell you, oh, don't worry, you're going to find something. There is something out there for you. And I'm like, something? Is there just something? It's kind of like dating. Again, if I wanted to get laid, I could probably just go get laid and just, okay, but is it going to be good? Or if I wanted to find a guy that'll marry me, I'm sure there's some guy that'll marry me, but is it going to be a good guy? Or am I going to just, you know, take the first guy that comes along? Okay. And one of the things, you know, I, I questioned myself was, again, if this other job doesn't work out, what is the universe trying to tell me? And that also kind of goes with dating, you know, because I know for me, I've wondered what is the universe trying to tell me? And is it trying to tell me that I shouldn't be in this business anymore? Even though I, I thought I still had enough talent to be in this business? Is that what it's telling me? I, uh, yeah, it's just, um, you really question yourself. I mean, I've been thinking, at what point do I just um, give up and give up on that dream of mine that I've had since I was you know, 12, 13 years old. When do I give up on that career and just settle? Again, like dating. At what point do you just settle and just find something? It, um, and that's the thing. I know I won't be satisfied with just something. That's probably why I've been single for so long because I haven't been satisfied with just something. I want something amazing. And that's another thing. People will say, either say, oh, you'll find something, or they say, oh, you're going to find something amazing. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's, there's not that many amazing jobs out there, right? I was lucky enough to have two very good jobs come up at the exact same time, and one is gone. The other one, I don't know where I stand. So, uh, you know, what, what else out there is amazing, Again, amazing doesn't come around that often. So it's just, um, it's a lot of reflecting. And then, you know, again, like relationships, I feel a little lost, you know. Um, and then everybody's got their two cents and tries to make you feel better. And sometimes you're just not going to feel better. Like right now, I mean, today, if somebody called me up and was just trying to cheer me up, and I've my phone's rang several times today, and I haven't answered it because... I, frankly, A, I'm trying to get shit done. B, I just don't, I just don't want to have idle chit chat right now. And C, I don't know if somebody were trying to cheer me up, if it would make me feel any better at the moment. And another thing that people try to cheer me up with and say a lot is, you know, God's got a plan. God's got something for you. Also, they say that a lot when it comes to dating too. You know, when I go to church sometimes, I like to listen and watch Joel Osteen um, you can say what you want about him, mind your business, but I like him. 
Um, I I need the motivational. I need the inspiration. Uh, I need the feel good to know that God's not against me. But it's funny. A couple weeks ago, I went to church with my friend, and the sermon was about God's timing and how sometimes it takes longer than you expected. But God's got the perfect timing to make it all come together. And while I want to believe that, I can't help it. It it's hard to believe right now, right? Like I said, I've been out of work since September. We're now going on six months. And it's hard to believe that sometimes when you see other people and they haven't been out of work as long as you have, you know, somebody just got a job and they've only been out of work maybe a month. And then there's somebody that has been out of work maybe two months. And here you are, you're sitting there now at three, four, five, six. It, uh, it kind of makes you feel like, I mean, it's like... It's like you're the last kid to get picked in a game of dodgeball. And there you are still standing there. And you're like, um, is anybody going to pick me? Or like at the prom and everybody's getting asked to dance. And then you're still standing there by the punch bowl. I mean, that's totally awesome. And, you know, something that I've had an issue with since this is all started and this became my life of looking for a job is I have a, an issue with the word talent. And the reason why I have an issue with that word is, you know, I have had numerous people tell me, oh, my God, Aaron, you're so talented or you're so talented. You're not going to have a you're you won't have a problem finding a job or you're so talented. You won't be out of work for long or whatever the case is. Um, And I've even had bosses tell me that I'm one of the best female talent in the business and one of the best female, you know, midday jocks or whatever. And the reason why I have an issue with that term is because, you know, if I'm so talented, why am I still sitting out? And I'm starting to feel like maybe talent doesn't really even matter anymore. It doesn't matter necessarily how talented you are. I'm starting to feel like if you're decent and you're cheap enough, well, then maybe you'll get the job. But if you're talented, eh, Eh, that one's cheaper, you know, and I could be wrong. And maybe I will be proved wrong. Maybe I'll end up finding some amazing job. But, you know, that's kind of how I feel. And that being said, it's again, that's kind of like dating. And, you know, we could draw a comparison with the word talent to to being pretty, right? I mean, oh, you're so talented. You should be you should have no problem finding a job or you're so pretty, why, why don't you have a boyfriend? You should, why, I don't understand what's wrong with guys. You're so awesome. Why don't you have a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard that? Me? I've heard both of them a lot. And sometimes I think, well, the reason why I don't have a boyfriend maybe isn't because I'm not cool or pretty or whatever. It's because, you know, sometimes people go with what's easy, what doesn't challenge them, what's available. And that kind of goes also into how I compare uh, this industry to, to others. You know, uh, there's parallels with athletes. And I also look at actors probably feeling the same way. I mean, look at actors. They're on this TV show and they're talented. They're, I mean, they're awesome. And for some reason, the TV show they're on just doesn't work out and it ends up getting canceled. I can see that being you know, something that they reflect on like, oh, God, do I suck? Like, 
am I the reason why this show didn't work out or whatever? Or, you know, when they go in for auditions and they think they are perfect for the part and they end up not landing the role. I can see parallels between this job hunting and this industry and that. And same goes with athletes when they get traded. Does it mean they're not talented? Does it mean they're not good? No, but for some reason, they get traded. It just doesn't, you know, sometimes it just doesn't make any sense and it's hard to wrap your head around. But I'll be honest in, you know, since what happened last week has happened, um, you know, and my confidence has been, you know, shot. Uh, I have been wondering if maybe I'm not meant for this industry anymore. I don't want to think that. I I don't want to be a quitter. But at the same time, maybe I mean I can't I I can't not have a job forever. I need to pay my bills. And unemployment in the state of Texas does not uh, does not give you a lot. Definitely is not paying all of my bills right now. So I've looked outside of the industry. And I've tried to rack my brain about things that I might be good at. And let me tell you, writing a resume and trying to write a resume that's not for radio after that's all you've done for, (laughs) I don't know, since you were out of high school, um, trying to transfer, while you may have a lot of transferable skills, and we do in this industry that we may not even realize, but trying to then take those skills, translate it into the business world where you could do something else is very difficult because there's things that you may not even realize. Like for instance, okay, say I looked at a sales position and it was for, you know, something I think I could sell, something I'm passionate about. And technically, do I have sales experience? No, really, I haven't ever been a salesperson. But then again, I do have sales experience because every day I got on the air, number one, I had to sell myself. Number two, I had to sell the radio station. And then and then three, I had to sell products. I did endorsements for, you name it, I had to convince people that this is a product or something they need in their life. So I guess, yes, I have been in sales, but technically, no. So you have to get creative and think about those things that you did in your job that apply, then repackage it. It's hard and racking your brain like I have for the last week. I sat here at my computer one night until about 9.45, did not eat all day, and I probably was cross-eyed, but yeah, just ended up doing non-radio resumes and trying to come up with keywords and all of that to try to make myself look fantastic on it. It's difficult. So like I said, don't want to get out of radio yet, but well, we'll figure it out. So this leads to the second part of the podcast and, you know, how dating and uh, job hunting and just jobs in general in the workplace, how they are so similar. And I think we need to start off with the very basic, like from the very beginning, right? Let's go with, I mean, your resume. Your resume is like your dating profile, You're trying to put together the best package possible so somebody likes you, right? Then if they like you, you get a date or a job interview. And if you have ever seen the movie Van Wilder, uh, you know that the jobs, first dates are job interviews. So they totally correlate. And then you get to the part where, all right, first date goes well, job interview goes well. 
if all goes well, you get the second interview or you go on the second date and you make it towards the maybe the third round of interviews, whatever the case is. But eventually, maybe you start dating and you guys are a couple. You land the job, right? So you got the job. Everything's going good. So let's transfer now into the downhill part when, say, maybe you get let go or you have a breakup. That's the rejection part. And let me tell you, rejection from getting let go from a job or not getting a job is so similar to the rejection I felt in breakups. There are some of the same thoughts that went through my head in that, in that time. And then you get the, the anger, the sadness, the disappointment. All, I mean, it's just, again, it's all so similar. And, and you know, in another similarity, if you think about it, how many times have you been on dating apps And you see somebody that you think is super cute, super pretty, whatever the case is, and you're like, oh, yes. Or maybe you even you even match with that person and you're like, oh, I hope they I hope they message me. I hope they like me, whatever. And you really have zoned in on maybe a couple people like that you're super interested in. But then those people don't hit you back. They fall off the face of the earth. It doesn't work out, whatever the case is. But then you've got the other people that are like, eh, nah, or, or for instance, I don't know if you've ever, you know how you're on dating apps and you can just see who likes you and they're like, oh, they like this picture of yours or whatever. And you're like, ugh, God, no. Is that all I can get? There's definitely, there's a lot of that also in the job world. You've got these jobs that you're excited about, the ones you'd really want. And then I know sometimes um, you get hit up for jobs. And it's sometimes not a job you want, not a job that excites you, and you're like, oh, but they are all about you. It's just interesting how that's also a very interesting parallel between job hunting and uh, the dating world. Oh, it's so funny. And you know what else I find it to be an interesting parallel is, you know, after last week and getting the the call that I didn't get the job. And I was so disappointed. So, so disappointed. I mean, again, I was so upset for most of this past week. And I had a day maybe where I was like, I'm not going to worry about it today. And then the next morning I woke up and I was super bothered. But it also reminded me of in dating where I kept looking at my email, hoping that I got an email from them about something or I would get an email from somebody else about an amazing opportunity or whatever. But I kept looking at my email, hoping that they would email me. And it's kind of like when you have a breakup, you keep looking at your phone, hoping they'll text you or that they're thinking of you. You know what I mean? It's just so funny. I asked on my social media for some feedback on what people thought would be some similarities and parallels between dating and uh, jobs and job hunting. And I got some really good, good replies and some I didn't even think of. I wanted to share some of those with you because they were, they were pretty good. My friend Tracy, she said, you need to like both of them. Well, that's true. You definitely need to like, like who you're dating and like the job you have. And if you don't like the job you have, well, then that's a problem. And if also if you're you don't really like the person you're dating. That's kind of dumb, which also makes me think of like how many times 
like, oh God, here, okay, here you go. Think about it. You take a job just to get by. You're taking a job that doesn't really excite you, but you're like, well, this will do for now. And people do that in the dating world. How many times, I hear this more for guys than I do girls, but how many times have you heard a guy that says he's dating this girl, but he's like, nah, she'll do for now. I mean, it's, it's all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to marry her, but I mean, it's fine. I mean, I know some girls like that too. that are like, well, I mean, I'd sleep with him, but I wouldn't date him. I was, <laughs> it's kind of, there's a, there's a similarity there. Maybe, maybe I'm trying to stretch it a little bit, but my friend Karen says they both need to meet the other's needs, which is true. Like your partner and you have to meet each other's needs and your job needs to meet your needs and you meet the job's needs. Bo, he said, ooh, this is, I think this is a good one. He says, uh, each is a search to find a fit that will inevitably be imperfect and lead to some sort of resolution whereby you accept the parts you would prefer didn't exist to achieve coalescence in an otherwise sustainable functional environment. Ooh, that is deep. I'm gonna have to look up some of those words you got there, Bo. Get out my thesaurus. My girl CJ, she said, she had two, no previous experience is a red flag, true dat, and follow your gut. Yes, because I know there's times where you, even with jobs, you're like, oh, is that really, is that really what I want to do? Is that really a fit for me? So I can totally see that. My girl Julie says, lots of effort and no reply to both. Ooh, true. So true. How many times have you, again, you're applying for jobs, you're sending emails, you're like, hey, checking in, and then nothing. Or with a guy, you text him, crickets. I mean, story of my life. And another parallel, it just kind of popped in my head, is after you get that rejection and you go back out on the dating scene or you go back into the world of looking for a job and nothing is happening, right? You are not getting any dates. You're not getting any job interviews. You're not landing any jobs and you are exhausted. You just want to give up. But yet then you know you can't give up because you never know who you might meet. You never know what job might pop up. So you have to keep going. You have to keep putting yourself out there. And it just, uh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, what is it? Charlotte on Sex in the City when she says, where is he? I have been dating since I was 14 years old and I'm exhausted. And girlfriend, I get it on both fronts. Yeah, because I've been single a very long time. And now I feel like I've been looking for a job for a very long time. I hear you. Which brings me to uh, another comment from one of my friends uh, but this one wanted to stay anonymous uh, she said I just remember thinking I had to prove myself at every turn and felt like my integrity was being questioned I remember thinking if you just got to know me you'd like me it just was exhausting too much new all at one time I ultimately decided to take a break from dating I couldn't handle both which is true I mean even all of that which she equates to dating, but it's also, you know, with job interviews, it's like, sometimes I'm starting, I mean, granted, I'm a little rusty at the whole job interview thing, because I haven't had to do it for 11 years. But if you got to know me, you would see how amazing I am. And you'd love me. But I sometimes, you know, answer her these very pointed questions. And I'm like, ooh. I need to think about that a second. Do I have, can you give me five minutes? But no, they want an answer right then. And you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. And you feel like you failed. Oh, man. Yes. 
this dating and job thing so difficult to navigate through. And in both cases, you know, now that we're in the age of COVID, it is extremely difficult on both ends. I mean, dating isn't easy because we're supposed to be locking down and doing Zoom dates. And then the the work front, there's just not that many jobs anymore, which also goes to dating. You'd feel like there's not that many good ones out there anymore. I mean, there's just so many similarities that every time I say something, I'm like, oh, and then there's that. Ah, oh, man, this is, uh, it, my friends, is exhausting. And neither would I wish on anybody because dating, the dating world is difficult. All <laughs> We all have our own set of issues. And then you've got the, the, the job world, which is also so hard to navigate because there's so many people with a different set of skills and and different also different issues and every job is not perfect and so you gotta navigate yeah oh my god there's just so much but like I said right now I am not worried about the dating because I told myself I was not going to worry about that until I found a job and so hopefully I don't have to settle with just any job hopefully I do find something that's amazing because what do our friends and our parents and everybody always tell you when it comes to love not to settle so uh, I don't want to have to settle when it comes to a job then again who knows what will happen so I will pray for you when it comes to uh, whatever situation you're in just pray uh, pray for me f- pray that I find uh, find my path pray that I find something amazing when it comes to a, a job or a career and um, pray that I don't become homeless because I'm starting to worry that might happen, but we'll see. Again, thanks for listening. You can always hit me up via email, AaronAustinOnline at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron Austin. Uh, I also have a podcast page that you can check out. And it's also on Instagram. It's like Aaron underscore Austin underscore podcast. Uh, once again, thanks for giving me the download, giving me the listen, and I appreciate it. She's cute and she's crazy. Says her ex was lazy, her love life's kinda hazy, it's Aaron's Thursday vlog.